Hi there, Michael Zuber. Thanks for listening to the One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that the book One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible? Yes, to all my podcast listeners out there, One Rental at a Time is now available on Audible. Go check it out and please leave a five-star review. Have a great day. Hey everyone, it is Wednesday and that means in our expert series, we are talking to our long-term returning guest, Anna Kelly. How are you doing, Anna? I'm doing pretty good, Michael. How about you? I'm doing all right. Uh, let's just talk about what's going on in your world. You have, uh, I think you have four kids at home. They're doing homeschooling or yeah, I guess homeschooling. Was that? No, that's not the right word. Electronic schooling for six weeks and just all uh, kinds of stuff yeah. going on, right? Yes, this this week is definitely full REI mom mode. You know, <laughs> all heck is breaking loose on the REI side, and all heck is breaking loose on the mom side. Um, you know, my my kids because we're quarantined in Pennsylvania, not unlike many other states in the country, our schools have have shut down for at least six weeks, and so we've moved to a, a cyber model. Everyone's having to use the same computers and try to get done a lot of stuff and begging for mommy to help every five minutes while I'm on the phone dealing with all of these other issues related to, you know, owning 500 units. We've got multiple property managers and uh, partners and investors and attorneys and tenants and, you know, just lots and lots of calls trying to figure out, um, you know, what the landscape is as it changes every day while also playing mommy duty. So if I don't look like bright eyed and bushy tailed today, that's the reality of life. I always like speaking with you because you're so authentic. And by the way, you look great. So don't worry about it. Thank (laughs) you. So the the one topic I wanted to really get into today is because it, I don't know why it does every time, but it shocks investors and it just kind of pulls the rug out from under them. And that is just how big an impact lending has in real estate, right? I've been doing Mm -hmm. this for 20 years. Lending starts out really easy through 08. Then list, lending disappears in 2010. Then lending kind of slowly comes back and then it gets easier and easier and easier and on all different fronts. And then suddenly, kind of like last Tuesday or Wednesday, it just ground to a halt. And, you know, I must have heard from five or six people on Thursday, so last Thursday, and probably 20 people on Friday that deals didn't close because the money didn't show up from the lender. Um, folks, lending lending is something you have to track. Is it getting easier or harder? Because it will impact your deals and every deal around you, whether it's residential, whether it's investment, whether it's you know buy you know burr, whether it's I mean it's we don't talk about lending enough, and pe- people just always assume it's going to be there. This is the yeah. second time in my career it disappeared in a heartbeat. Yeah, so you got to be Michael, ready for it. We were talking about you know the concerns of recession. The first thing that I, I was really concerned with is even if things get back on track, and, and this was before coronavirus, if you hit recession, banks usually lag a couple of months and yeah. then the lending dries up. And so companies that are already hit hard have a very hard time getting loans and real estate investors. If you need to refi, you need cash out for expenses, repairs, et cetera. Um, it almost always happens following some kind of um, recession. And so now we've got this huge black swan event with the coronavirus stopping it immediately. And, you know, the lenders are already reacting. So I have a loan, um, which I guess we can just talk about. Mm-hmm. I, I have a buyer on, on a multi-unit that I'm selling and the loan was supposed to close on March 6th. 
And because they were overwhelmed with refis and all kinds of other things that were having to hire new underwriters and it got delayed. It got delayed a week and then two weeks and then Corona hit. Mm. So they put this thing on hold again. We've had three extensions and they came back yesterday and say, it's back on, you can close tomorrow. So we're literally funding today and we get an email that the lender is halting all loan closings. They will not fund and they will reassess on April 1st. And the reason is because they said, they, they told our um, title company that there is no longer a secondary market for loans. So they don't have buyers. So if they want to do your loan, but they can't securitize it and sell it on the secondary market, then they cannot close your loan. And so I'm dealing with that now. And, you know, we don't know if it will close. I believe it will. I think it'll take the banks a while to react. I think it'll take some time for the stimulus to get people no no longer freaked out and willing to buy mortgage-backed securities again. Um, But until they do, lending is, is very, very tight with any lender, which is the vast majority of them who securitize and sell their loans on the secondary market. Yeah. You mentioned multifamily. Is it, is it residential loan four and below or commercial five and above? It's a residential four unit apartment okay. building, but it's a commercial rental property loan. Yeah. So I'm just, cause it's, I don't know. Why? Like FHA, it's ah, not a conventional four unit FHA. Um, there's a, there are a lot of lenders in the multi-unit space who will do commercial loans that they mm-hmm. still securitize on smaller right. properties. And that's the part that stopped, right? The FHA yes. back, you know, first four loans, that stuff will go through. What's happening there is appraisers are having to do drive-bys because they don't want to go in people's houses. That's a whole nother problem. But yeah, it's that yeah. commercial market where you and I play, right? I can't get an FHA loan or backed loan. You know, that, that's yeah. why my rates are six or six and a half when, you know, people that I talk to can get a four. Um, right, right. It's just and the different. other thing is like for the big complexes, you know, they're usually done through Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae, yep. both government backed agencies. Yep. And those already, even though they're going to move forward and close, they've changed immediately midstream, mid application to where if you have a loan in process with Fannie Mae, uh, which does a lot. Of, of commercial and multifamily loans, they are now immediately call, calling all buyers to come up with one full year of mortgage reserves and six months, I believe it is, of expenses. Yep. So they may have had something ready to fund and all of a sudden people have to scramble to come up with hundreds of thousands of dollars more that they don't have and will not be able to close these loans unless that, that happens. Yeah, again, this this is all happening in real time. Lending is the thing that we don't talk enough about, we don't follow. I mean, just just talk about it, right? If you were if you were looking to close, pick a number, a 500 unit apartment complex, um, and you did a, a raise and all of those things and, you know, it was going to close tomorrow, which is or it'll close Thursday or Friday, whatever. And suddenly you have to come up with another $750,000. Good luck raising that today, right? You're, right? you're not going right? to have it. Where are you going to get it from? Right? Everybody's scared. Your deal, yeah. the deal's going to blow up. So transactions are going to fall apart. Real money's going to be lost because you had your inspections and this and you had that. And I, I you know, this is messy. Deals are going to blow up. It's going to hurt sellers and mm-hmm. buyers. Um, right. Probably sellers and we're talking, more. You know, the, the, yeah. And on the, on the big deals, I mean, just rate lock fees can be half a million dollars. Oh. So somebody's you know locked in. 
I had a deal where our, our rate lock fee was over $400,000 last year. So it's, it's the bigger the deal, the bigger money that is at risk. And so if you can suddenly no longer close, even if it's no fault of your own, that money is gone. And so, you know, you, you've got to figure out to, how to come up with that money. And, and to your point about investors, there may be investors who have committed that if you haven't closed yet, say, uh-uh, I'm out. Gone. We haven't closed this thing yet. You know, the, the investment money's gone. So it is, it is a very, very scary market for all of us. But the bigger the deal, the bigger the bucks at stake and the easier it is for those deals to fall apart now. So. Yeah. And again, this is, this is all to be expected, right? If you're following the market, seeing what's going on, we've been talking about you and I specifically about deals getting skinny. And, and again, when the market is good, lending loosens up because they want to keep the wheels grinding. They don't want to be the reason for the cause. But when they hit a speed bump, it's like, um, what is it? Wild Coyote. It's Roadrunner and Wild Coyote, right? Those are the two cartoon characters you Wild and I grew Coyote. up with. Yep. Yeah. Remember those yep. episodes where he runs off a cliff and is like standing there in midair with his legs moving and then he falls? That's what just happened. We are standing over nothing and we are about to go that way. Right. You know, right. It, it's, and this, the difficulty is we have no control. You, no. you really can't do anything. You're just at the mercy of the, the banks and the lenders who are at the mercy sometimes of, you know, the, the security um, mm -hmm. and those that are going to buy, you know, buy the loan. And, and they're all, you know, in a very difficult position as well. They want to close loans. They want to get these things done. But yeah. we really don't have a lot of options. You either let the deal blow up and you cancel the sale and you yep. wait or you hold on, you offer extensions, you try to get the deal done. So, um, you know, it, it, some sellers will be able to ask a premium still for their property because mm -hmm. if they've got a really good stable asset, there might still be buyers for it now. Mm -hmm. um, but if you've got if you've got cash, you know, cash is king. You might be able to take some things down and, and get a great deal. Uh, mm -hmm. But if, if you need a loan, it's it's gonna it's gonna hurt. It's gonna hurt, and it's gonna, it's gonna take a while to get those deals closed. Yeah, and, and again, I just can't help but relate this back to oh, back to ten, and. And comparing 08 with, with 20, um, first off, the, the, the speed, remarkably different, right? 2008 to 2010 was just a slow, a slow bleed, right? It was kind of a, uh, it was almost self-fulfilling, right? As it kept going down and down and down. And then it came back, you know, definitely a long U, right? To use this thing that you and I hear all the time. Is it a V, a U, a W, whatever, right? Um, I firmly expect that FHA at Freddie Mac back stuff will bounce like a V, no question. There'll be different requirements. You're probably gonna have to go renegotiate the deal because the buyer has to bring so much more to the table. The seller's gonna have to give, right. it's just how you play. But right. the, the commercial market, that, that non-government back stuff that, where there's no secondary buyers today, those, oh man, yeah. that could take a while yeah. to come back. I mean, it just could. CMBS commercial mortgage-backed securities—they're—they're they're done for a while, you know. And yeah. and bridge lenders—I'm already hearing rumblings of a couple of bridge bridge lenders who are about to be completely, you know, out of the space. So mm -hmm. I think what what it does is for people that can qualify for these agency-backed loans yeah. that have very high standards and the properties are stabilized, you'll be able to continue to buy and sell. Uh, fairly soon again, mm -hmm. but if you've got properties that really are unstabilized, um, they're they're highly vacant or they need a lot of return, a lot of yeah. repairs. You're not going to be able to find the loans, the bridge lenders that are willing to to no. take on that kind of risk, 
you know, I think for a while, I think it's going to take some time to, oh, to bounce back. At least a year. Let's a while for a while. Let's put some, it's, it's, it'll, it'll be quarters um, for yeah, sure. I there, agree. There, there's no question. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think also, all lenders are going to start to tighten their requirements to oh, your point. I think instantly. you're going to see higher debt service coverage ratio requirements, uh, longer reserve periods than what we're seeing now. Uh, because if if we have another disease like this, oh. the same kind of things could happen. So, mm-hmm. and the reality is, these these things tend to go in cycles and they continue. So we've had MRSA, we've had SARS, we've had mm-hmm. coronavirus, we had avian flu, H one N one, Ebola. There's gonna be something else, and so I think lenders are gonna learn uh, well, liquid and and well capitalized are just not going to find it as easy to find loans as, as lenders were giving out over the last couple of years. Yeah. So again, this is going to help new purchases, but where I feel for folks is there are a lot of people now that have been doing this Burr strategy in my space of residential. There's mm-hmm. also been lots of multifamily folks have been doing the whole value add space and they got expensive debt because the building was rough. Right. Now, right. now the refi which you've been counting on to reliquify your position or pay off hard money or private money, man, bad timing. That's, that is going to hurt. And this is the main reason that I don't flip Michael. And it's, it's not because I don't believe that there are some really um, strong businesses who flip and and they're, they're very, very good at it. Mm -hmm. But if you're relying on hard money rather than private money, Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be very, those people that have multiple loans out right now, are going to be really hurting. I I think people are going to lose a lot of properties and they're going to have to just slash them and sell them at a discount because Mm -hmm. your, your buyer market is also currently at least temporarily on hold. You know, in in our state, you cannot list and show an apartment right now. Brokers (laughs) may not work. Um, So the, the, the showings are, are done. I just listed a property. I've had no showings. And, you know, normally I'd have a whole bunch of them because it's priced right. It's in a great neighborhood, but brokers and and agents are not allowed to show because we're under quarantine. And so, Mm. um, you know, at least for a few weeks, maybe a month, maybe two, it just depends on how long this goes. You know, people can't get buyers to walk through their properties. Uh, So it's another, it's a big deal. Yes. uh, But there's hope. It's going to take time. It's just going to take time. Yeah, that's why I want to. That's why I want to end. Let's talk about hope. Let's let's end this on a positive note because this first twenty minutes made me depressed. <laughs> just kidding. I'm I'm, I'm excited. No, I'm just kidding. I'm excited about what's coming because again, um, you know, I talk about it almost every day, right? Watching the cost of capital, access to capital, and the consumer. And uh, I just put out a video this morning. Um, this is what I'll just tell you what I'm doing in 2020 is I'm going to go buy. Uh, just like I was before, slumlord properties. I'm going to buy them from wholesalers at twenty, at least twenty percent cheaper. Then I'm going to leverage my six and twenty, six and twenty program, which we've talked about, right? Interest plus profit for an investor, just to do the purchase price. I'll do the repairs, and then I will just stick a renter in it. I'm going to stack these for the next six or nine months, and I'm going to wait until lending returns, and then I'm going to sell them at a premium because once lending comes back, all, most of my buyers only have one or two rentals. You know, and I cash flow. They, ca- I mean, I had Plan Bs, so um, I'm excited by what's coming. I'm yeah. gonna be, I'm gonna be a cheap son of a gun. Yeah. I, I have a lot of people that like getting six percent and then get a twenty percent kick there later. Uh, but I'm gonna be mm-hmm. in the residential space. I'm not gonna play in the commercial stuff because that's broken today. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So I'm excited. So, uh, how can we leave on a positive note? Did you like, uh, I know we haven't seen the details yet, but it sounds like the government approved $2 trillion, much of that going to the people that you and I want it to go to, which is the average citizen. So I felt good yes. about that um, for sure. How about you? Yeah, you know, I, I think regardless of your views of monetary policy and your, you know, whether you're conservative or whether you're liberal, at this time in our nation um, and this crisis, this is, if there is any time for the government to pump mm-hmm. money into the system, this is the time to do it. No and question. so I'm, I'm thankful that um, our president and our Congress on both sides of the aisle finally came up with a compromise. I don't mm-hmm. know what all's in the bill and whether I like it, yeah. but they're sending money to the people that need it. And yes. so, you know, as, as an investor um, and, and as a friend and a family member of many people who are really hurt by this thing, I'm glad to see that unemployment benefits are going to be higher and longer and that people are going to get checks that are going to help them to pay for both their food and and their shelter. And so it helps them, but it also helps me to not have to, you know, panic as a, as a landlord and an operator owner that my tenants are not going to be able to pay because the, the, the government's going to make it such that they can at least over the, the short term. And so, you know, that's a blessing for everybody. So I'm thankful. For yeah. That. The, the biggest piece I'm looking for in this, because I have the same hope, right. Is w- when they could see it. Right. I would, I would hope, I would hope most of them have access to it in April. I'm not confused to think it's going to be April 1st or anything that the system, the gears don't move that quick, but you mm-hmm. know, could they shoot for April 15th? That seems like a realistic goal. I would hope. Yeah. Uh, I would hate yeah. to hear it's May 15th. That would, that would suck, right? Uh, I heard rumblings that they're mailing checks next week, but we'll see how fast they can do it. Yeah. So that's, that's the one piece, one piece that I'm holding out hope to see. All right. When is that coming? So I'm hoping it's next week, yeah. uh, just like you. So um, that's going to be yeah. good news. Again, this, this, frankly, the federal government or the state government told us to stay home. That impacts people that had jobs and you need to pay yeah. them. So pay them, right? I don't care if you're a Democrat, Republican, conservative, whatever, whatever. It was the only, it was the yeah. only option because uh, if we didn't do it, a depression wasn't out of the question. Uh, oh, absolutely. In fact, I was worried that we, you know, the unemployment numbers that we are seeing, they're expecting 2 million this week. Last oh, I'll, week was I'll take the 000. over. It'll be more than 2 million. <laughs> yeah. It's tomorrow at 8.30. I'm afraid. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Great Depression, I believe unemployment was 25%. That was the peak, 25%, 30, 19, 30, no, 25%, 1931, I think, something like that. 1931. But, and yeah, and that estimates was, I was seeing last week were expecting 30, 31% um, you know, now. And so I, I, I hope that we don't hit that number, but at least, like you said, the government's done something to, to hold it off. And the other thing is, you know, talking about lending is most lenders now have come back and said, we will offer some type of forbearance for those that need it so mm-hmm. that mortgage payments, you know, don't have to be paid if your tenants are really hurt. And so yeah. I think we need to be careful about taking advantage of those programs and only use them when we need them. Uh, Cause there are some consequences to them as well. But as, as landlords, when people say, you know, I told you so like the caller you had last week, you know, yeah. you guys are going to be hurting and you should have not yeah. been in, in rental property, you know, times like this show that, you know, the government is not going to let all of real estate just completely crumble. And so yeah. they, they have mandated that, that lenders work with, um, with owners. And, and so every, I think everybody's going to be okay. It's just going to take, yeah. we're going to have a rough April and May and, and hopefully by June things, things come back to normal. That's exactly where I am. April and May are going to be rough. 
they're going to be rough for tenants and landlords and investors. Right. Uh, matter of fact, um, uh, it's important for people to realize that forbearance is not forgiveness, right? They're going right. to pack it on the end. They're going to split it out over 12 months. It'll be up to your lender to review. Some of the people I talk right. to just think like, oh, it's like the debt's washed away. I'm like, what are you kidding me? What are you, <laughs> no. what are you thinking? Nobody's going to do that. Uh, some people. Anyways, uh, yeah. yeah, so watch lending, folks. Take this as a lesson learned. Never assume lending is going to be there. Uh, I learned this lesson when you had an 800 credit score, six-figure income, seven-figure net worth, and banks told you no in 2010. Yes. I knew this would happen, or I knew it could happen. And it happened to me. It did again. Yep, me too. <laughs> uh, but this is going to be fun. We're going to get through this. I now, I, I, until, yeah, until last night at 11 o'clock, it was still a choice. Oh, do we go Great Depression, or do we just limp through? Now that people get money, we're going to limp through the Great Depression is off the table. I'm, I'm so excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. All right. Well, have a wonderful day. You get after it and have fun with all the kitties. Thank you. Got it. <laughs> have a good day. Yep.